You're listening to another episode of The Business Show, brought to you by Kate Baines of The Business Pod and Mike Noonan of Red Curve Innovation. This podcast is dedicated to giving business owners practical advice to help them get the business that they want. And in each episode, Kate and Mike will discuss a key topic important in running a successful business. And so now over to your presenters, Kate and Mike. Hello listeners and welcome to episode one of The Business Show. My name is Kate from The Business Pod and with me today is Mike from Red Curve Innovation. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? Always good, Kate. Always good. (laughs) It's a great morning out there today, isn't it? I don't think there was a cloud in the sky this morning. I know. It's beautiful looking out there over the Malvern Hills. Bright blue sky, autumn equinox. Fantastic. (laughs) Excellent stuff. So today we're going to be talking about mission, vision, values and culture. And so, Mike, would you just give us an introduction as to what mission, vision, values and culture is all about and why it's actually important for a business, small or large, should even consider putting a mission statement together? Yeah, sure. So I think that mission, vision, values and culture are largely ignored by most businesses and the people working in corporate businesses probably find them boring and meaningless and certainly not authentic. And I think small businesses probably feel that it's just not relevant to them. They think it's a construct invented by big business for big business. But I think that the truth really couldn't be further from the case. So I think that mission, vision, values and culture is the glue that holds companies together. It provides purpose. And I think when you don't know what to do, you can fall back on uh, mission, vision, values and culture to give you guidance in business decisions and uh, and how you should act. Yeah, it almost becomes your, um, you can refer back to it, can't you, when you're having doubts about what you're doing and, and yeah. to remind you of why you're in business. Exactly. It helps you to know what to do when you don't know what to do. So shall we just dig into uh, those then, mission, vision, values and culture, Kate? Yeah, I um, think we should. And I think, would it be possible for you to give us two or three sort of key points that we ought to consider when actually putting a mission statement together? Sure. Your mission really is about why you exist. You know, why do you as a business exist? And you really need to think about that hard. That's basically the first question that you've got to answer yourself when you go through an exercise to try and decide what your mission is. Why do you exist? And I think you need to be authentic about that and not just try and come up with some fancy, clever statement. You know, re- really go to the heart of what you think you're about. And then you've got to ask yourself, well, who does your company help? You know, who, who, who do you serve? So what's, you know, you know, this is what we do and this is who we help. And then you need to think about what problem you're solving. So those are the things the three key things to uh, to have answers for when you start thinking about putting together a mission statement. Okay, so sort of why you're in business, who you're serving, and what sort of problem that you solve. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I think you've been doing a bit of research and you've got some examples on that. I it? have, yes. Yeah. got quite a few examples here to show you of mission statements. And a lot of um, the large companies share the mission statement on their website, which has made it quite easy to pick some things up to share with you today but at the same time there's an awful lot of businesses that don't put it on their website at all but the few that I've got for you the first one is Amazon so Amazon's mission statement is it's our goal to be Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online so sort of the who in this equation is Earth so it's our goal to be Earth's most customer-centric company so the who is Earth 
The why is they want to become a customer-centric company. And so the problem that they are solving here is that you as an Amazon user can discover anything you can online. So the Amazon one has actually fitted our sort of three key points quite nicely hit there, the sort of the why, the who, and what problem they're solving. Another one that I picked up on was Coca-Cola. So Coca-Cola is to refresh the world in mind, body, and spirit. I suppose the who is the world and the why is the mind, body and spirit. But then it goes on to say to inspire moments of optimism and happiness through our brand in actions and also to create value, sorry, to create value and make a difference. And I think actually those two last points of the Coca-Cola one is very much to do with the values and the culture of the company, which we'll talk about in a few moments. But I think when I found this example, the one thing that came out of it, if you'd actually read that, without knowing it was Coca-Cola, you probably wouldn't know it was Coca-Cola's brand. So I'll just read that all in one. So to refresh the world in mind, body and spirit, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness through our brand and actions, and to create value and make a difference. And I say, unless you knew that was Coca-Cola, I mean, refresh, you could possibly think it might be Coca-Cola. It could be a water company, though, couldn't it? It could be, yeah. It could be nutritional supplements. It could be a religion. It could be uh, anything. It's... uh, it's interesting that they don't mention the product. Yeah, yeah. very much. So, so it's not about the product. It's no. about the underpinnings of the business. Yeah, and I suppose that's why in today's podcast we are looking at mission, vision, values and culture because ultimately all four of those elements come together to create the being of a company sort of in its own right because all those four key points yep. are coming together. Another one I picked out for you is eBay, and eBay's mission is to provide a global trading platform where practically anyone can trade practically anything. I love that one because it's just so open-ended, you know, it's global and it's, you know, practically anyone can trade practically anything. But again, it still sticks to the three key points. So the who is it's the global, so it's a bit like Coca-Cola with the world. The problem is they're offering a trading platform. So by offering the trading platform, by offering the trading platform, it means that they are solving a platform problem for people. We're getting my P's was yeah. up there. <laughs> and we've got another P here. And practically anyone can trade practically anything. And that's the why. The practically anyone can trade practically anything is all about enabling everyone to actually become a trader. Yeah. And two, I've got two more to share with you. One is IKEA. IKEA is at IKEA. Our vision is to create a better everyday life for the many people. So IKEA are looking more at the vision rather than their mission there because it's very much the aspirational side of what they are trying to do. At the same point, though, you could read that to say is they are saying what problem they're solving. They're helping create a better life, and that ultimately is the problem that they're solving. And the other thing that I found on the research, Mike, was a lot of the companies take it a bit further. So like Tesco, Tesco on their website, they don't actually say this is our mission statement. They say our our core purpose and values. And I think actually that adds a lot more meaning to a lot of people nowadays. You know, uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mission, mission statement's is, quite corporate, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite corporate. Maybe it's a little bit old hat. Yeah, you know, maybe. Uh, you know, so I think I think core purpose, you know, is is really, it's the same thing, but probably just maybe gets to the spirit more yeah. than mission. So mi- mission is a somehow I think maybe a bit macho and militaristic yeah. you know uh, and it's a bit maybe it's a bit short term as well you know we have this mission to do you know it's a you do it job done gone but but a purpose and a core value that never goes away yeah yeah too true and so tesco's purpose they do sum up into one main line and that is serving britain shoppers a little better every day 
But on that same page, they do go into a lot more detail about what they're trying to achieve. So again, from a customer or maybe an investor looking at the company, they have got their one-liner of what their mission and purpose is all about, but they do go into a lot more detail. And so the one thing that I would say is there's no right or wrong way when it comes to putting a, a mission statement. But if you start with our key points of the sort of who, why, and what problem that you're solving, it will stand you in good stead to actually putting something together. And the one thing I'd just like to share with you if we've got time to is last night when I was preparing for today's podcast, I actually went back to my business plan for Beacon Accountancy mm -hmm. and to see what I actually put as my mission statement when I started out five years ago. And it was the purpose of the business is to put clients in control of their business by providing them with up-to-date management information and ensuring they have their finances arranged in the most tax efficient way. And I have to say, quite uh -huh. frankly, that doesn't quite fit with the who, <laughs> why and sort right. of what problem we're solving. Right. Because it's more about the problems we're solving. And so I thought, actually, let's put this together and let's create my new mission statement. Right. <laughs> and so I've put, our mission is to put clients in control of their business. So that bit hasn't changed. But giving them peace of mind on all accounting and tax issues, we act with integrity and trust and always go the extra mile to, to deliver exceptional service as and when the client needs us. So I've sort of taken my mission statement as words, which was very matter of fact, shall we say, to actually open it up to include more of a vision and the values of the business. Yeah. Um, so that if you um, look at our website, that will be on there <laughs> over I, the week, put it on the weekend. And, um, so I've not uh, heard that uh, before, but can, can I just yeah, say that sounds to me authentic as well, because yeah. I, I know, so that, you know, if it, that almost all your clients would probably agree with that, that yeah. you do go the extra mile for sure. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I, I would say that that is very much about what you are and differentiates you from other accountancy businesses. Yeah. You know, so it really, you know, you, you really are just not like any other accountancy business because of the. I think because of that vision yeah. mission. Yeah, and I think I might even put that on an A4 piece of paper and put it in in a um, photo frame on the wall, actually, because um, we do have a few staff now as well. So I think it might yeah. be good to share <clears> it with them. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, and it. it it gets an emotional response. I, yeah. I think it did in me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, yeah, it's much yeah, much better. And uh, good, yeah, thank well you. Done. Oh, yeah, I've done one. a good <laughs> job. Yeah. Well done there. Yeah, yeah so. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and then I suppose my final point on mission statements and putting them together. As I said, there is no right or wrong way, but it's to keep it clear and concise. You know, you're not writing an essay here. Most of the ones in the research that I've done is very much sort of one sentence, maybe two, or as Coca-Cola one, it was three very small little bits put together. But, you know, just try and encapsulate what you're doing into a couple of sentences and, you know, use it as you, you know, something you can refer back to, as, as we've already said. So what I'd just like to have sort of mentioned bit about vision there as we've gone through so Mike what do you see is the difference between mission and vision okay so I think they're closely related and that's why people get them confused but if you had to differentiate them then what I would say that mission is about the here and now so it's, it's why are we in business right now what is it we do who do we serve and your vision is about where you're headed so it's a about the the future it's the road you're on where where, where you're traveling to almost like the aspirational yeah, side yeah. of the business yeah that that that's what i would say the the the, the difference between the two if, if there is a difference but uh you know they they, they 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 come together as we as we've seen in the examples that you've you know you, you've given you know it's about you know what we do and and where we're headed and you know and also you know the values come into there as into that as well yeah and i think the values is really really important because i think values of a business are 
really the fundamental beliefs that a business has and they almost become the guiding principles that help shape the behavior of people that work in the the company and I think values again in some of the examples that we gave I think the values to some extent come out like for example in my new mission statement you know saying integrity and trust well those are values aren't they rather than to do with the mission and the vision of what we're trying to achieve a company that I worked for uh, many moons ago was CNA they're no longer the UK now but they are still across Europe and I'm fairly sure it was there where I worked. They had mirrors like in the locker rooms and the values of the business were on the mirror. I could be wrong, but I think it was CNA. Mm-hmm. But it was almost that subconscious and subliminal thing that when you're sort of, you know, us girls doing our hair and makeup in the mirror on our break or whatever, you know, you, it's that subconscious level. Because um, if it was there, then their values, which I got from the website, were passion for our customers, responsibility with trust, delivering together, integrity and continuous commitment and you know ultimately when you're seeing these words in front of you on a daily basis or on even just I don't know general business paperwork and things they become part of what you do and I've got a couple more examples just to show you of values one is British Airways now British Airways on their website call it our brand values and they say at the core of our brand lies to fly to serve and that's their long-standing motto and that's represented they've actually created a coat of arms and that is their promise to their customers and these words describe the passion and expertise that they set out to demonstrate every day and they deliver this a unique combination of unrivaled flying know-how along with a personalized and thoughtful service experience that exudes british style and sophistication and so ultimately in their brand values they're very much it's something more than just their mission they're mm-hmm. out there to fly and to serve. You know, I think it's almost to fly is their mission and yeah. the, to serve is the, the vision and the values yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, effect. yeah. And then the other one that I quite like was British Gas. So British Gas, ha- Gas have a purpose. And their purpose, which ultimately to me is their mission statement, is to help people today and secure energy for tomorrow. They then go on to say, we've identified, identified three values that get under the skin of our culture. So again, British Gas are linking values with culture. Their three values are do what's right, love simplicity, and be extraordinary together. And they do give a bit more information on that. But again, I quite like that one because I I think the values of the company actually help create the culture of the business. Here's a question then. If they were going to do what's right, would they get out of gas? Wow, there's a question. <laughs> I know they're and looking that, at renewable energy sources, aren't they? Although I'm not sure they're the biggest player in that market. Yeah, I think it's clear. If, if they're going to be, if if they were to live by their values and do what's right, they would get out of gas. So just on that point, just going further, the do what's right. They give two statements underneath. One is we care about doing what's right for our customers, for each other, and our business. And we use our heads and our hearts to make fair decisions and we're not afraid to hold ourselves to account. Mm. Very open-ended. <laughs> a bit, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then there's, there's all the debates that we've been having in, in the UK about, you know, the the kind of monopoly position that the these energy companies have and how they... They, uh, they're very quick to increase prices when wholesale prices go up, but yeah. they, they don't come down again and they're not open and you've got all these different pricing plans. And, you know, when, you, when you're aware of that, if, if you really live by your values, 
you know, perhaps things would be much simpler. You know, they talk about being fair. Yeah. And also with doing what's right for our customers, and you say, they do say about fair, but I mean, I'm with British Gas and we've got quite a big price increase that's come up for yeah. this September. And I am thinking about moving away from them. But they're very much, much, I think all the big energy firms are much of a muchness. Yeah. And I have to say, I've never had any problems with British Gas from a customer service point of view. Mm-hmm. But if you were saying they need to be fair to customers, then if they are making so much profit, then why do we need to increase the prices? And I know it's connected to oil and the sort of forward prices of oil in the market. Mm-hmm. But if they are making so much profit for their shareholders, surely they maybe ought to think about the customers a little bit more, you know? You think, you know, yeah. um, and maybe, you know, if they, I think this is where mission, vision and values kind of gets a little bit of a bad name often because, you know, companies, particularly big companies, they come out with these values and so on. And then, and then you don't see them behaving in the same, in ways that are consistent with the yeah. values. And, yeah, it, and, it, and the ones that do, you trust them, yeah. you know, and you want to be part of their story. You know, Amazon. So I was looking at the, we were talking about Amazon and their, their vision earlier. And I was uh, looking at their, their values. And I mean, one of their uh, their values is earn trust. Okay. Uh, which I think is a great one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I largely trust Amazon. But then I do too. Yeah. There's, th- th- there's then this debate about the tax that they pay. Yeah. You know, and you just think, well, well, well so is something going on behind the scenes that isn't be actually true to their values? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So I think you know, you know. I, th- I think companies, big and small, should identify what their values are, be authentic with their values, and make sure they are really values that they will that they're prepared to you know stand and It almost becomes um, best practice, doesn't it? So you know, these are our values. This is what we want to be known for. This is what we want to try and achieve. Mm-hmm. And as long as ninety nine percent of the time you are doing that, then you've got a job well done. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, so I think on a conversation we had, you were saying about that. Actually, if a company doesn't abide by their values and their vision and their mission, actually, it could be a recipe for disaster because you're trying to portray this issue out there. A bit like taking Amazon as an example. You've got these values and vision and mission written in black and white. But if what you actually do in day-to-day life doesn't match any of what you set out to do, then from a customer's point of view looking in, it's going to be very incongruent, isn't it? And, you know, absolutely. you're going to get that mismatch type yeah, thing. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think from that point of view, it would just be a downhill slope of bad customer service. And, well, it's going back to the trust thing, isn't it? Yeah. Would you actually trust a company that isn't doing what it says it would do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, coming down to the very small scale, there's a there's a, a coffee shop in, in Worcester, so near, near where we live. It's not been going that long. I don't know, a couple of years or so. But the guy who runs it is absolutely passionate about coffee. He's got to say, he's not great at making tea. <laughs> but, you know, coffee, bang on. And that comes through. The, so the whole identity of that uh, place. Can, can we say the name? Oh, I don't see why not. We've it, been mentioning the other okay, big so, corporate. So Whalen's Yard in Worcester. Okay. If you ever if you go to, uh, to Worcester and come out the train station, there's a coffee shop called Whalen's Yard, and it's brilliant. And they, they, their values go beyond just the coffee um you know so they will they, they, they set up a scheme where you know you can you know i think i think it's similar to starbucks where you can buy a coffee for for homeless people so you can okay. put it into a pot and then they you know they um or that they will provide also coffee for homeless people so okay, it's that's interesting yeah 
Yeah, it is really interesting. And you can see that they're giving back to the community, can't you, as Definitely. well? And again, that's big tick from a sort of social side yeah. of the business now. Uh, you know, and there are, I mean, there are so many coffee shops in Worcester and Malvern, and, and uh, this, this one really stands out. And I'm sure it goes back to their, their passion about what they do and the, the values of the business. Fantastic. Mm. And so with going back to sort of the culture, mm-hmm. would you agree with me that the va- it's the values that pinpoint or define the culture? Yeah, I, th- I think I think that yeah, really, yeah, you, you know, you, you, they're all intertwined, aren't they? So they all come together. You can specify you, 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 the values, but then the values then that spills out into just the, the whole the the way the company is, what the company does. So um, culture, I found some interesting stuff about culture, which was somebody said it was advertising is the tax that you pay for having an unremarkable culture. Isn't that so? I thought well, that was quite quite interesting. So, because culture can't be copied, so cu- culture is just about what you are, what you do, and and it all stems from the values that that you have. I think it's a bit like every human being is different. I think every business or company has a different culture, don't they? They do, and it is you know coming back to this business about advertising and brand. You know, it is the ch- the cheapest way to differentiate yourself from the market. Yeah. And you know, if it's honest, yeah, it really, you know, it, it, it really can bring customer loyalty. It can help you grow your business by you know setting out what kind of culture that you want. And I think it also help when it comes to like in, recruiting for employees as well, because mm-hmm. I, I think brands get known for the type of culture. You know, for example, like Innocent Smoothies. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, yeah Richard, you, somebody or other. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you, you sort of when you've seen. TV programs where they're in the office, you know, there's very much a very playful and flexible, what's the word, like environment to be yeah, working in. Yeah. And because it is like that, that then sets a sort of tone for the culture and the workplace as a whole. Yeah, so, yeah, um, I think I think so. I mean, you look at places like um, Pret-a-Manger, yeah. you know, you go there and the, 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 the staff are very, very positive about, about working there. They're, they're very engaged with the, with the customers. It's all about the culture. And you go to a, maybe another, you know, somewhere else uh, to, to eat or whatever, you know, I don't know, Burger King or, or McDonald's or whatever it might be, and you maybe don't get the same vibe. Mm. And it's not that their pain conditions are any different. Yeah. It's it comes back to the the, the you know the, the culture that the the company's created, yeah. you know, and it's been um, instilled in the company. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you know very much your culture is your brand. And that's underpinned by your mission, your visions, and your values, yeah. definitely. And um, I, w- I would say, you know, as you were saying, it's the ultimate recruiting t- tool. You know, if you, you know, if you've got a particular culture and, and, and it's very obvious to people, then you will you will attract good people into yeah, your business. Attract the right people. As yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. Get the pick of the bunch. Be able to have the pick of the bunch. Yeah, and it's definitely the best way to differentiate yourself from you know from uh, your, your competitors. Yeah. I would I would say definitely. Excellent stuff. I think that's all for today then. So we've covered mission, vision, values and culture. I think the main thing that stands out for me is that all of these four elements actually interact with each other and support each other in what I call creating the company's unique DNA. <laughs> to some Absolute extent. Unique DNA, absolutely. Yeah. And I think even the smallest of businesses can actually benefit from creating a, a mission and vision statement. And then you can use it, as I've said a few times throughout today's podcast, to remind yourself why you're in business and also maybe to help keep you motivated 
and as you grow you will create values along the way which in turn will help you create a great company culture that will help you stand you in good stead as you grow and you flourish so that's all from me today okay and it's goodbye from me right, see you next see you time you have been listening to the business show podcast for more information please visit businesspodcast.co.uk 